Hello everyone, welcome to Tavern Talks on the High Eats Network. I am Dean and I'm joined today by my good friend James. Hey guys, have you? I think this is a fun one because I want to ask you, have you got any favourite villains of yours that you've created or villains maybe that you've played against? Because I've got one, I've got a couple of favourites that I've made. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. So in, well, the end of the arc from the first part of my campaign was a Raksasha. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is about this guy... So he was called Sapphire Star because he had like blue fur. Mm-hmm. He posed as a tabaxi, so he's not actually that far from the Raksasha demon form. You mm-hmm. know, he wasn't posing as like a human or something. Yeah. Um, so he could act like himself. You know, he could act. He was very like sultry and um, mm-hmm. sort of. You know, you could tell that he was a bit authoritarian. He was like the leader of this city essentially Um, but it was newly found as well and so he was still establishing himself being like yes we'll accept these people no we'll not accept these other people you know Um, and the the team worked this out with him Yeah. so essentially he was using the party he was using the party Yeah. yeah 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 he was using them to do his dirty work in some instances um, and build up this city and then when the party were asking a bit too many questions um, he the yeah he kind of ousted them right. you know he, he framed a guy for murder who was his second in command yeah. um, you know because Raksashas can shapeshift yeah. so he did that he did the murder and got the rest of the city being like oh my god I can't believe this guy was uh, bad all, the, all along when it really wasn't him the party went after him to try and find him, and then by the time they try to come back to the city, Sapphire Star has he's closed the gates. You know what I mean? These guys are now fugitives. And so the final kind of encounters turned into a dungeon crawl mm-hmm. of their own city that they built. Yeah. So they were planning like, oh, the school should go over here, the you know, yeah. whatever should go over there. Uh, except for now. I've behind the scenes turned into a dungeon crawl. That's a really fun idea. And also, I, might, I might steal that. It's fucking great. And it worked really well. They knew where he was going to be. Like, there was a. There's, the, the whole reason this town was established was because, like, there's a ship, that, an airship, that, mm-hmm. like, um, crashed on top of this kind of, like, mountain. Yeah. And so that is where he lives, Sapphire yeah. Star. And the city is kind of, like, down. So it was good to design a dungeon crawl around basically that. Yeah. It, it was an infiltration thing. It was also like, oh shit, like who's turned on us? Because there's wanted posters of us everywhere. Yeah. So some of the people they knew and had relationships within the town, um, you know, were going to turn on them. Yeah. Because they thought they'd done an evil deed. Yeah. And yeah. They, thought, they thought that like, you know, they were basically on his side. Yeah. So some people they turned up and was like, you know, what's going on? What's happened since we've been away? And they'd be like, fucking hell, like, you shouldn't be here. Like, go away. They'll kill me if they find me with you. Mm-hmm. And others were just like, as soon as they walked through the door or snuck in or God. whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it was like, yeah, like run yeah. out the back and be like, guards, guards, they're here. So it was, it was really tense for a couple of sessions in a row. That's cool, man. Being like, what's going on? But all that entire thing, going back to your question, that entire thing comes from, well, what is a Raksasha? It's somebody who infiltrates and poses as potential others in order to get power. Mm-hmm. They're interested in things like political power and, like, yeah. um, you know, 
That's sway really cool. over the world. Yeah. And so I used the lore of Araxasha to build yeah. that first part of my campaign. Yeah, that's really fun. That's really fun. Um, they knew that they had to sneak their way through this city and do all that and eventually get to where he was going to be yeah. in that ship. Um, and it ended in a big like final showdown with him. Yeah. You know, it was one of those like, <laughs> you know, I knew you'd come here and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, you know, like Bond villain, like, yeah, turning yeah, yeah. in a chair. Except, yeah. because, again, just for the lore, uh, Raksasha's being shapeshifters, and they can do this, like, um, as many times as they want, essentially. Um, there were these, like, pillars, like, in... He had, like, a pocket dimension in that shit. But it's kind of like you step through a door, yeah. and you're in the astral plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you stepped through this door and there were these like pillars made of like stardust. And so what he'd do is he'd walk between the pillars and every time he went behind a pillar and came out, he was a different person. Mm -hmm. And he was a different person who they'd been interacting with for a while. So like he was, he was always the guy who owned the tavern. Like the guy who owned the tavern basically didn't exist. He was just a character he was playing. Yeah, uh, he that's also, really cool. He also posed as like, remember I mentioned Sai's character before, Tavis. He basically fell in love with this like Tabaxi in the village. Right. Um, he posed as her as well. So she was real. She existed. But... The he, relationship he had with her was... The yeah, he, he, like, posed as her. And and you're not... You're, at that point, you're not sure, like, well, when was I talking to her? And when was I talking to him? You know, yeah. when was I talking to the bad guy? Um, and so... And, and he, he did that right. three or four times to be like, look, I've been all of these people. Um... And you've been doing my dirty work. And every time you dissed me, I knew about it because you were talking to me. You know, like, that's it, awesome. It yeah. was really, and that was for me. That's really fun. Him as a bad guy was like, he was always playing behind the scenes with them. Mm -hmm. And they never knew it until literally the last session. Yeah. They knew he was then a bad guy three or four sessions before it. But they didn't realize the scope. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. for me, that was just like... That's no, a lot of fun, man. I want, I want to give myself a pat on the back for that one because it was like creme de la creme. Like, yeah, even in the very final session, it was like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe he's that, been fucking that is awesome. That's time. awesome. I, I, I tend... To, like, it's funny because the, the Out of the Abyss campaign lends itself more to monstrous villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 main thing they're fighting is the is the is the the demons, the demon lords. Uh, so those are an antagonist. But mm. um, funny enough, I often my best villains don't. I tend to not plan great villains. I'm not great at writing great villains like you are. Like for me, I've only written one so well, far. But, so. That, but that's <laughs> but that's the thing, right? That's the thing. Like I for me, they tend to come off the cuff. Mm. Like. And they tend to build as they interact with the players. I don't tend to... I'm, I, I'm not great at planning out a plot like that. Mm. So, for example, the, the, the part in, this, in, in, the, in my most recent campaign, the, the main villain that, that, that what they encountered was these demon lords, but I... It was quite. An, it was. It was. A, it was a. I can't quite remember how it came about, but basically, the the party kept interacting with uh, one the demon lord, um, um, uh, Moy, who was the the lady of decay and fungus. So she, she was one they interacted with, um, but 
they were also interacting with Loth at one point. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I used the same voice for them both. And they both were referred to as the lady, but they, but they, they knew the distinction, but they weren't sure who they were talking to. Oh, okay. Um, just because the voice was the same, like the voice yeah, I yeah, used. Yeah. Um, and that was, a, that was an interesting character because she... Um, so Gutmoy's character was, was quite straightforward and simple. But the reason that Loth was in, got involved was, was literally because the, I hadn't planned for her to be in the campaign at all. She was just going to have been. She's obviously the. She's the 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 demon um, goddess of the drow. Is yeah. Loth. Yeah. So she wasn't really going to be involved because she's not like a demon lord classically per se. And mm-hmm. she wasn't in that in that campaign. I was really sticking, apart from including the um, um, the Lord of Undead, just for plot reasons to my own story. Um, I'd included him, but I hadn't planned to include her. But then, I think the party were the, she, the, the high-level wizard was trying to maybe scry information from. Um, I, you know what it was? It was they for some reason they wanted to scry the person who had owned the the religious amulet that this priestess of Loth was wearing. Okay. But the only person who owned it was the priestess they killed. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they weren't. So I was like. Where do I take this? Yeah, like, yeah. It's not gonna like they were. Like, I want to see. And it was like they want to see the owner, and they want. So I had them commune commune with Loth. Oh right, right. So just take it right up a level. Right up just a level. Straight just, just straight to, to the top. So, but but this is at this at this level. We're talking the party are high level. So the, obviously the demon she she allows this this scry to go mm. through, and she um, starts to converse. So this I then set up. Um, there was a point in the campaign. And, God, if I can even remember how the party got to it now. But it ended up with the party having um, um, a skill challenge, each versus their own deity, basically. <laughs> so, so, so it was, I think that there wasn't every, or not everyone was involved. The rogue had passed a skill check. Um, so he ended up remaining conscious and was fighting this really powerful evil wizard mm. I think it was he was on his own fighting this uh, him and another demon I think so he was in dire straits whereas the rest of the party were all unconscious at this part at this point in the story we don't have the monkeys left the, the game right. so there was just the, the rogue there was the wizard who's played by Claire uh, my wife there was uh, the paladin who was played by um, a friend of the table and the bard who was his he was the, the younger guy mm-hmm. and the, the three of them had all failed their, their skill oh checks and they were all contending with like a, a, a mind palace prison element but I deliberately linked it back I can't even remember the setup for it there was some elaborate setup for this now um, but the, my wife's character who was the wizard um, was was towing off in a, a debate of sorts against Lolf, a rap battle, a rap battle of sorts. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was, uh, it was basically that she was trying to entice the wizard to gain power and gain knowledge from her mm-hmm. for serving her. You know, so this was this uh, this interesting quandary. So she eventually turns it down. Funnily enough, I have since managed. I for some reason it's just been a lot of fun throwing enticing characters at the wizard because the wizard seeking power is always a fun archetype to play off against yes. at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've since had her a- accept um, 
the uh, Tome of the Still Tongue, which is an incredibly okay. powerful magical spell book. Yeah. It's actually linked to Vecna. Oh, right. right. Okay. So <laughs> the party... So it's still... The, 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 this story, that story where, where the campaign is actually still developing. Um, she found this book, but because... Um, I'm, I'm not... Play, I'm, Vecna's obviously is, is, is incredibly smart, so I'm having him play not... He's not just going straight for the throw. He's not like you must serve me and yeah, all this. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. he's, he's actually offering a gradual, slow, uh, power. An you know. apprenticeship. <laughs> well, not even. But the thing is, the thing is, like the, the wizards we're talking about at this point, she's, you know, she's archmage level, so she's not falling she's for his not tricks. Stupid, yeah. She's yeah. not stupid. You know, she's an intelligent character, and um, she turned Lolf down because it was too obvious a. Uh, uh, you know, there was this immediate gain in power for this ne- immediate negative. Yeah. Whereas I'm playing Vecna as a much more different different character. Mm. So the party are actually there's a they're they're, they're en route to a um, one of the greatest the, the greatest library in the Underdark. It's the equivalent of equivalent of Candlekey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna have it play out that Vecna wants in. Okay. Right to that library. Yeah, yeah. And or maybe there's something in there that's been hidden from him, or something like that. Lord of Secrets. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm having him deliberately aid the party in his for his own reasons because the the reason that the thing in that sets off the the, the demon incursion of the demon lords is a, is a uh, a demonic tome, mm-hmm. and I'm in my law that's just been spun out of this happenstance role. So Vecna only turned up because they rolled that book. Well, they're bland. They you love randomness. I do. I do, I do, I do I love it. So they 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 found this random book, and I, it was really it was a really funny encounter because I had a lot of fun tormenting the party. Mm. So I had her commune with the book, and I had it doesn't. The, I had the alignment play out differently. So what the wizard sees when she attunes to it looks very different. Oh. So the wizard attunes, and she sees all of this writing flashing across her skin before sinking in whereas what the party sees is her skin just go black she just she just looks like this void has taken her before she reappears Uh, later on there was an instance where I can't quite remember how it happened and I had the party paying attention more and the rogue was like right there and I say and he's like and he he rolls like a nat 20 perception and I'm like so he sees it's writing. I said, well, with an Act 20, can I not see what it says? I'm like, sure, sure. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 you can see what this says. <laughs> so I just had to pull something on my ass there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, that was a really interesting interesting thing. But So a lot of the time, I think my villains often just come to happenstance. Mm, mm. And my favourite villain is, of course, Stephen. Well, I'm going to say, <laughs> let's pause, yeah. and I want to ask you about yeah. Stephen in a minute. I'm just going to... 